Hey everybody, welcome back to this week's show. I am a little late, more than a little late, uh, with this week's episode. But I don't know if you guys heard, I don't know if I told you, but we moved to a different place here in Crown Point. So most of our time has been moving to the new place and trying to figure stuff out. Mostly, Allie's been doing most of everything. The only thing I really did is move some of the heavy stuff from the other place to here. That's about it. So I would show, I mean, the back really can't see the mess we have, but um, yeah, I guess I can show you some of the mess. Boxes. More boxes. Um, but it's slowly coming along. Hopefully within the next couple weeks we'll have the house looking livable. Um, and I am talking a little quiet this week because the baby's room is right there. And if you hear a humming sound in the background, it's his noise machine. Um, this house is a lot smaller. In the other place that we had, I would record upstairs in the attic slash extra bedroom. So I could be a little louder. Everything was set up a lot nicer. Um, so now that we're in a one, in a single story, two bedroom house, I have to figure things out. I think Ali did say I can try to set up the desk over there. We do live on a busy road, so that might be a little challenging, but we're gonna figure this this stuff out. Um, the other thing I thought thought about is worst case scenario I can always go next door and uh, record at mom and pop's house maybe in the basement I don't know I'll figure I'll figure stuff out we're two years in and I'm still trying to figure stuff out um, all right let's start the show guys remember follow me on Instagram at the Jesus Show NTO you can find me on Facebook the Jesus Show not that one TikTok at the Jesus Show not that one. YouTube, type in the Jesus Show, not that one, and email me your questions, comments, and concerns. The Jesus Show NTO at gmail.com. All right. Um, like I've said before, some of the topics that I'm going to talk about have already happened. They may be about a week, week and a half old, but I have it on my show notes and I'm going to talk about them. Also, this episode was supposed to be my first episode, wait for it, with ad reads. Yes, you heard that right, with ads. Um, really only one ad. Uh, have you guys ever heard of the training mask? You put it around your mouth and you can set it to different altitudes as if you're training, you know, at however many feet above sea level. Um, it enhances your endurance, performance, all that stuff. I started talking to them 
and they send me a link so that you guys could click on my link tree through the show and then you guys would get 15% off and then they'd kick me back uh, with some, some of that revenue. Um, but I mean, all this, this just kind of happened, not kind of happened, all this happened, like, I think yesterday. So it's really quick. Um, so I don't necessarily know, sorry, I don't necessarily know if I'm supposed to wait a couple days. I wasn't instructed to wait a couple days to have that link activated. Um, from my understanding, it, it should have been already working. But in future episodes, maybe the next episode, you'll have um, you'll hear an ad, which is something I'm really excited about because it means the show's doing something right. Uh, or at least I feel like it's heading in the right direction where I want it to go. And somebody had asked me recently, what do you want from this podcast? And I said, what I, what I, what I want is for people to, to listen and enjoy. That's, that's my number one thing. I don't, I don't want to have a show and, you know, yeah, make money from it, but people don't enjoy it. That's, it's not the point. First and foremost, I want you guys to enjoy the show. I want you guys to want to listen to the show, to watch the show every week. Um, or when I don't put out an episode because we're moving, um, you know, you wait till the next week to listen to it. But I want, I want you guys to be excited about coming back to the show like I'm excited about the podcasts that I listen to. And I look forward to them every week. Um, that's first and foremost. Second, yeah, I'd like to make a little money off it. Um, I don't see myself, you know, wanting millions from it. Um, but may, maybe a couple hundred bucks a month, you know, just uh, just to be like, oh, cool, look at, you know, there's 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 a couple bills that we can pay. Uh, with the show. I think that'd be kind of cool. So there's that. Um, all right. Okay. So this is something that at work, I've noticed a lot more lately. Um, why do people freak out over the overhead bins? Like people get to their seat and they go, somebody put their bag in my overhead and they look at me and and it happened, my last trip was a four-day to Honolulu. And it happened on each leg of the trip. And I had, how many flights did I work? One, two, three, four. Four flights. So I did, the first day I did Chicago, LA, LA, Dulles. Then the next day I did Dulles, Honolulu. And then Honolulu, Chicago. And like it had happened to me the two trips before that, the one before that was my Maui trip. And then another one was a domestic trip. But people were just freaking out. They 
coming. Somebody put their stuff in my over in my overhead bin, and I have to remind people that's not yours. And if you didn't know, you don't when you when you buy the ticket, you don't pay for the overhead bin over your seat. The overhead bins are first come first serve. There's times where people sit in first class and they wait till the last minute to board the plane. And then we have to put their bags over row 20 and 21, which is the exit rows, which sucks because then we get to the gate and let's say they're in row one or two. Now they have to wait for a bunch of rows to get off before they can get their bags. And the same thing happens every single time with first class, pas first class passengers. They say, well, can I just grab my bag and hold it here in my seat. You have to tell them no. They say, well, why not? Well, because if you're blocking the aisle, God forbid there's an emergency and we have to get people out, you and the person next to you, if the bag is in the way, it could impede them from getting out. Meaning, they could die because your dumbass wanted your stupid fucking bag at your feet because you couldn't wait the 10 extra minutes to get your bag from a safe uh, storage space. So it's weird that we have to, as adults, remind other adults that they can't do something. Like I usually tell people if something's blocking the middle and the aisle, like if somebody's sitting in the middle or the aisle and they have something blocking, uh, the aisle, like it comes out from underneath their seat and it's like kind of big. And tell them, hey, that doesn't go there. And they go, well, why not? I like to tell them, well, in case of an emergency, the person at the window, and I look at the person at the window and go, I don't know if you're okay with dying, but if we have to get you out and their bag or whatever's in the way gets in your way and you can't get out, you know, you might not get out of the plane because they wanted to put that there. If you're cool with that, and then usually the person at the window goes, hey, can you, yeah, make sure you put it away. And then I look at the person and I go, yeah, I mean, it, it shouldn't be that hard. But anyways, we were going from LA to Dallas. This lady was freaking out. She comes up to me. She's like, you need to find a place for my bag. I go, oh, I will. She's like, oh, great. Where's your seat? She was like, my seat's right now. Okay. Where's your final destination? Dallas? Cool. I go, I'm going to check it. She goes, no, you can't check it. I go, no, no, I could, because you just said find a space for it, and I'm finding a space for it underneath the plane. And she goes, she proceeds to tell me, well, there's no overhead bin space. And I go, I can't make overhead bin space. I said, I don't know if you know, but I'm not a magician. I can't make overhead bin space just appear. And it's the same thing every single time. My bag is more important than anybody else's bag, and I can't travel, or my bag can't go underneath. She goes, well, the people's bags that are up here aren't, aren't, aren't even sitting here. And I go, that's fine. Then I had to inform her that the overhead bin space is first come, first serve. She freaked out, and I said, hey, we don't have to put your bag 
underneath the plane. She's like, oh, good. I go, you just don't have to get on this flight. You can try for the next one. Maybe they'll have overhead, overhead bin space for you. And she got upset. And I go, I'm trying, I'm giving you solutions to your problem that you're presenting me with. And you're getting upset. You're saying your bag has to be in, be over your head and or in your eyesight. I go, here's a traveling tip. Don't put anything valuable in your bag that you may not have full control of your entire journey. Like I have all my important things in my Lulu crossbody. I have my watch charger, my phone charger, my wallet, my phone, my headphones, my passport. That's it. I have that on me, on my person at all times when I'm traveling. If I have to check my bag, I check my bag. But there's nothing in my bag, in my bags, that is so valuable that I'm worried about it being out of sight. Like, you shouldn't be traveling with things like that then. Am I making sense? I hope I'm making sense. Moral of the story, the overhead bin space is not reserved for you. It's first come, first serve. Uh, next thing. Oh, yeah. Joseph Martinez, who used to play for Atlanta United, signed with Miami. So for the last, like, two years, Atlanta and Martinez, they've been, like, is he going to stay? Is he going to go? He's had problem with, problems with the coach. I don't, I don't know everything in depth what's going on or what has transpired. I know at some point the Atlanta coach had Joseph Martinez training by himself. Like he wasn't training with the team, which, I mean, I guess, like he, he, he was a DP for Atlanta. So they're paying him a lot of money. But then to exile him, be like, you can train, but just not with the first team. It was, it was, it was odd. I don't know exactly what happened, but I don't know. But then at the same time, like, if you can't punish even the star players, like, how are they going to learn? Like, it's supposed to be a team thing, you know? Um, but when I saw that he went to Miami, I went, whoa. But I mean, I guess what Miami made it to the playoffs last year also. And I feel like, I feel like they might have some, some good runs coming here soon. I I don't personally see them winning MLS Cup within the next 10 years, but, I mean, who knows? But when I saw that news, I was like, oh, shit, he went to Miami. So good for him. I hope he has, you know, success out there. I hope he enjoys playing there, and I hope he doesn't 
get exiled like he did in Atlanta. Um, oh, yeah. I've never understood how people poop on airplanes. There's some people that come onto the plane, even during boarding, especially first class when I'm working up there. They come on, and the first thing they do, like they get their self situated, and then they go to the bathroom and they start shitting. Not that I can hear them shitting, but when they open the door, you can definitely smell that they took a shit, and it's gross. It's disgusting. And I think to myself, you waited to take a shit on the plane? Why didn't you do that in the terminal? There's plenty of space out there. It's more comfortable. You're not in a tiny space spreading your shit smell for others to, to smell. It's, I, don't, I don't understand it. There's only been... I'm trying to think. In my 11-year career... I'm going to go with four. I think three, but I'm going to go with four. Four times in my 11-year career. And rem remember, what, f four, five, six years that I was international-based? So I'm doing flights over nine and a half hours. I only took a shit. I've only taken a shit on a plane four times. Like I said, I think three, but I'm going with four just to be safe. One time was no twice have been on domestic flights and two have been on international flights. The two the two domestic flights have been on a small plane, a seven thirty seven. So the bathroom's like this and I'm like, oh crap. Both of those times I had Bad, bad stomach problems. I mean, I couldn't. If I wouldn't have taken a shit on the plane, I would have shit myself. That's how bad it was. And then the two times I did it on international flights was on the 787 at the 2L bathroom, which was a handicapped bathroom, which was super spacious. I mean, it was nice because I was able to took my pants off, I took my shirt off, I took my tie off, I was in my underwear and t-shirt, I was the most comfortable, I was almost as comfortable as I was taking a shit here at the house, which normally here at the house, the only thing I have on is my shirt, and I have my squatty potty, so I'm in prime, prime shitting mode. Um, but yeah, that Dreamliner 2L bathroom is, I mean, it's perfect. Um, but those are the only times, and again, it's only been emergencies. But when I see a lot of these people taking shit, shits on small airplanes, airplanes as a whole, um, you know, whether they're big airplanes or small airplanes. 
I feel like a lot of people that go in there to take a shit just nonchalantly just la la la. I'm gonna go poop on a plane. I don't know if, if I don't. Maybe I find it odd because I feel so uncomfortable doing it because it's so small for me. I'm like I can't like. Ugh. That and it's just like a revolving door for anybody. Just like anybody's taking a shit. I don't know. That just that grosses me out. I don't even like peeing on the plane, but I drink so much fucking water that I have to. Also, remember when I asked I asked a question on my Instagram story, on my show Instagram story. When I was in Portland, I said like, oh, pooping in public is that like, should that be a thing? Only in emergencies. Well, that day, I had to take a shit. And I went to the airport bathroom. That was the one and only time that I've taken a shit in an airport bathroom. And I had 15 minutes to get to the plane. Like, I had been at the airport for like four and a half hours because we were on a delay. And then... I had 15 minutes. I was like, oh my God. I don't know what it was. My stomach was just like, whoa, 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 whoa. I was like, fuck. So it was funny because I told my crew. I went, oh, I'm going to go head to the plane. And my crew member, uh, I remember him telling me, he goes, oh, I'll watch your bag. And I go, oh, okay. And I was like, well, actually, you know, I think I'm going to put some deodorant. And, like, I think, like, fix my hair or something with my gel. And he's like, oh, okay. Yeah, I think that's why I'm going to take my bag. Mostly I took my bag so, like, (laughs) I wouldn't be in the bathroom for 10, 15 minutes. And then he'd be like, what the fuck is he doing? Um, So, yeah, I I took my bags with me. And he took a shit. Oh, my God. I mean, it was enough to let the poison out. And then for me to, like, finally get home and then be able to take a shit, uh, which was what, like, the flight was three and a half hours, four, like, five hours later. I know that if I wouldn't have taken a shit in the airport, I would have had, I would have had to have done it on the plane, which I was like, that's not happening. And there was no way that I could have waited from when I needed to before the flight to getting home. I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't have made it through the flight. So I was like, no, I have to, have to get some of the poison out. And then, yeah. Oh yeah, this was crazy. Somebody paid. So the new league, I believe in Saudi Arabia, that Cristiano Ronaldo is playing for, their all-stars played against PSG. I'm interested to know how much they paid to set that up. And if any of the PSG players got money for that. I'm interested in finding that out. But somebody paid $2.6 million for a ticket to watch Messi and Cristiano play against each other. First off, $2.6 2.6 million? I hope he hung out with both of them for like a day. 
for that kind of money. That's number one. Number two, why would you pay that much money to watch anybody play? That I don't understand. Like, I would love to see Cristiano and Messi go at it. But I would want them to play, like, I would want to see a game that matters. I wouldn't want to see just an exhibition. Even though I think PSG won 5-4. to four. I think they won 5-4. to four. Cristiano scored, or, uh, yeah, Cristiano scored twice. Um, seems like it was a good game, but $2.6 million? Fuck no. I just find that, like, such, such a waste of money. Like, oh, would you pay $2.6 million for it? Uh, I paid for an exhibition match. Why? Like, I just find it stupid. Um, oh, yeah, the refs now, soccer refs. I believe in, uh, <coughs> excuse me, at the Club World Cup tournament this month in February, refs are going to test out VAR explanations to the crowd so like if you know oh VAR is going to go look if it was a penalty and then if like we see that it's a penalty but they decide that it's not a penalty then they're going to do the football thing we're like after reviewing the play so I'm interested to see how that's going to play out like I I initial my initial response was like that's stupid like why would they but I don't know, maybe it might be a good thing. But then, but then again, I think referees should have press conferences after. <coughs> Excuse me. They should be asked, like, why'd you make that call? Like, didn't you see? A good example is uh, NBA refs. I don't know if you guys saw Boston, the Celtics versus the Lakers recently, but a couple days ago. Tatum clearly fouls LeBron James. And the referee's just clean play. Clearly it wasn't a clean play. Like how? So after the game, it would have been nice for reporters to be like, how did you miss that? Like it was clear as day. Like what, what were you guys looking at? Were you guys not watching the game? Were you guys at a bad angle? Maybe add what I think refs in the NBA, there's three refs on the floor. Maybe add a fourth so we get coverage. Because I mean a loss, even one loss, could put the Lakers out of the playoffs. So you could potentially be costing a team a playoff spot. If it happens in the playoffs, you could be costing a team a win, a critical win. You know, it just, same thing in NFL, you know, MLS. Um, I really don't follow hockey, so I really don't know. Uh, baseball, mm, I'm kind of, really don't know, but I know they review plays, but I don't know to what extent. But I don't know how often they blow calls. Um, yeah, I think, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. And the EPL, did you guys see the Spurs fan 
kick the Arsenal keeper? You heard me right. It was a fan. The keeper was coming towards the boards. Like the, the end line boards. You know, the advertising boards. I think he was like going to get water or the ball. I don't remember. But this Spurs fan comes out of nowhere and kicks him. And I thought to myself, what kind of asshole, what kind of garbage person see, like, I get that people don't like rival teams. I get that. But also, to what extent, like, to the extent that you're willing to kick a human being, kick, inflict physical violence, physical harm onto another person, not because they said something to you, not because they did something to you, but because of the team they play for? And you happen to not like that team? Again, that team did nothing to you personally. But a sports team, you're like, mm, I don't like them. Enough that you're going to kick the keeper? Insane. Like, for people to look at athletes... And just look at them as, you're just there for my entertainment, is fucking wild to me. You know, for the longest time, when I started watching MLS, I was, I was only about the LA Galaxy. You couldn't talk to me about any other team. When I first met Ali... I think I was even talking shit about the Houston Dynamo. I was like, oh yeah, Houston has a team, but fuck them. We never went to a Houston Dynamo game, which, in retrospect, we should have. Because not necessarily would we have been going to see the Dynamo play, but we could have seen other teams coming into town to play. Like, I see that as such a missed opportunity. Um, all because I didn't like the team, right? But never would I, would I inflict harm because I didn't like somebody on a team. That's just weird. That's like... It's fucking crazy. You know, I don't know. Excuse me. I don't know if the fan got arrested. But I know I saw some footage that. Whoever was covering the game. They were like, oh, look, the guy's sitting down right there. He put his hood over his head. Look, he clearly knows these people because these people are trying to hide him. Or if they don't know him, you know, they're fellow supporters. And they're like, hey, hide over here. Um, but 
crazy. Fucking just insane. Oh yeah, so Allie and I were talking, and I don't remember what prompted this, but I told her I said, "Well, it was something. It was something funky." Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I I didn't put enough notes on here. Oh, here it is. Um. Okay, so we we all know anti-maskers, right? People who are like, meh, this is America, and we shouldn't have to have mass mandates, and blah, 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 right? All that stupid shit. But, to me, to me, to me, I think one of the biggest reasons why I think anti-maskers are fucking stupid, well, I get two reasons. One, medical doctors who, you know, go to school and know about diseases and how diseases are spread. Doctors were telling us, are telling us, hey, you should wear a mask so that you don't get sick. And then people who have no clue about what's going on with medicine say, well, my opinion, that's not how, that's not how shit works. Medicine isn't here are the facts and then people with zero degree degrees in that field or understanding go, but my opinion is like, no, <laughs> you sound fucking stupid. That's one. And then two, there's, there's so many other law. Like one of them is we were, we were turning and there was a sign that said no right turn. So you get to the light and there's nobody around. You look, but you can't make a right because there's a sign that says no turn on red. And you think, okay. Or you get to a one-way street and it says, you know, no right turn. Well, but wait a minute, but I thought this was America. Why don't we have two-way streets everywhere? Why do we have one-way streets? Why is it that I can't make a turn on red? I just have to make sure that nobody's coming, right? Sounds simple. But I'm assuming the no turn on red is because maybe there has been a lot of accidents in that intersection, right? But you don't see people protesting shit like that. You don't see them protesting, turn on red, turn on red. This is America. This is the greatest country in the land. And we should, we should be able to turn whenever we want. The anti-maskers aren't protesting that. They're not protesting why on your own property that you paid for, that you paid taxes for. Like when you buy a house, you buy the house and then you pay the property tax and this, that, whatever. It's yours. Yet when you want to build something, 
you have to ask for a permit. You have to get a permit. You have to ask the city, hey, can I do this? They have to approve. Why aren't people protesting that? Like, this is America, the greatest country in the world. I should be able to build whatever I want, whenever I want, however I want. Right? But you can't. Because they want to make sure that what you're building is built correctly. It's built safely. If you're trying to build something too tall, they're going to tell you you can't because it could impede air traffic or there's power lines or you're trying to go too, too far, too deep somewhere. No, there's a gas line. There's a this, there's a that. So there's all these rules and things like that. But you don't hear these anti-maskers wearing, you know, I'm sure you've seen those stupid fucking shirts, let's go Brandon. Just say fuck Joe Biden. Don't be a child. You, you sound, again, you sound stupid. <laughs> let's go Brandon. So you, you like a guy called Brandon? But you really mean... Just, just say what you mean. Just, I mean, I would always say, fuck the other guy, fuck, fuck the clown. I don't like saying his name. It's like Voldemort to me. But I would tell people like, yeah, fuck Trump. Fuck that guy. I wasn't saying, let's go, whoever the fuck. That's just, it's childish. We're adults. Just say it. And really, who are you hurting? Like some people, when they say it, they're like, <laughs> who do you think you're hurting? It's, it's weird. And also when people have, the, this is something else I don't understand. People don't like Biden and Harris, right? They're like, fuck them. They're fucking terrible. Okay. But you put their names on your truck. You put their names on your house. You put their names on your shirt. What? Fucking weird. You don't like them, but you want their names on you? I think that's called some sort of mental disability? What some people would call that being a masochist, right? Like, you, you like inflicting pain on yourself? Like, yeah, fuck Trump, but I'm not going to wear a shirt that says that. Why? I'm not going to fly a flag that says that. I'm not going to put a fucking sticker on my car. Like, <laughs> I just, it's stupid. Um, needless to say, it's funny. There's quite a few fuck Biden or, you know, or it says Biden Harris and there's a little kid peeing on, on the names on people's trucks around here. I've seen that way, way too many times. I think, moron, you have their names on, on your car. Like, are you stupid? Yes. The, the answer is yes. They're, they're stupid. They're almost extra chromosome stupid, if you know, wink, wink, what I mean. You know, Allie's over here laughing. But the point is, anti-maskers should... Like, if, if they're going to protest and be upset about something like a mask, 
that could potentially help them really get behind other things that really don't make sense. You know what I mean? Like, why is it that there's some roads that you can go 65 and then there's like this little stretch that you have to go 25 and then boom, you can go back to 65 protest shit like that. Like if you're protesting shit like that, that I can get behind, then maybe you'd have more, more umph behind your, 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 your cause. But I'm not going to wear a mask. You sound that stupid. I saw something today that somebody said, if Fox News promoted that CPR was bad, people would be willing to die. Because <laughs> they would refuse CPR. Don't give me that CPR bullshit. I just thought it was funny. Anyways. Oh, don't Google this or fact check me on this. But Allie says she's 100% certain that nipples grow back if they get cut off or bit off. Right? I don't think she can hear me right now. But she told me that nipples regenerate. I don't know. You guys might want to fact check me on that one. Because <laughs> um, I was like, what? So I thought that was weird. Um, in town, I go to the YMCA. I think I've told you guys before. It's a... Um, it's a gym. has all kinds of cool things there. Um, but I remember when I first went to the YMCA here in town. I went with Jorge and uh, Ali's mom. And I remember being, it was, it was a good gym, but it wasn't like, wasn't dope. And then they remodeled it. I remember when we lived here, that's where we went to the gym. And again, it was good, but it wasn't, it wasn't dope. And then I came back one year. We were living in California and I said something like, oh, I want to go to the gym. Like, oh, why don't we go to the YMCA? And I think I remember. Jorge was the one that told me, like, oh, you know, the YMCA, like, they they redid it. And I was like, okay. And, man, I walked in and I was like, whoa, this gym is dope. And now it's a fucking, it's a great, great gym. There's only a couple machines that I wish they had. And when I, when I really think about it, I think it's like three machines that I wish they had. Um, but other than that, it's, it's fantastic. I love going there. Before, they didn't have squat racks. Um, now they do. They have... Like you can have one, two, three, four, five... Wait, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You can have eight people using the squat racks at one time. Um, it's pretty cool. But anyways, I digress. Um, so I was at the gym. So there's, during certain times, like if there's no school, depending on the time of day you go, there's shit ton of kids. Middle school and high school kids. I mean, like, it's like a zombie apocalypse with them. It's, it's insane. 
And I think I've shared with you guys that there's been times where you have like eight kids to one machine and they take forever because the one kid uses one, uses the machine or whatever workout thing. And then they all pose and they're like, so they all start posing and the next guy does his thing and then they all start posing again. Then they fuck around. And then they finally start using the thing again. And you're like, Jesus fucking Christ. There's been many times where I'm like, hey, are you guys done with this? And a couple times, three times, I've been met with, yeah, well, don't you see we're using it? And I said, I see you guys fucking around. That's why I ask. And then they're like, oh, yeah, we're using it. And then within like, you know, a couple minutes, they're, you know, I don't know, maybe no more than five minutes. Then they, you know, the group like leaves. It's like a, it's like little kids when they're playing soccer and everybody bunches to the ball and they go. That's how I feel like these group of kids are at the Y. Um, so yeah, sometimes it's just a fucking nightmare. But you know, gym is life and you got to get gains. So I was there the other night. I think I got there like at 5, which is fucking stupid time to go. But again, gym is life, and you got to get gains. So I'm sitting there, and there's this kid. If I had to guess, 8th or ninth grade, and he has this shirt that says Virginity Rocks. And I went, okay. And I don't, in my head, I'm not making fun of the kid. Because the way I see it is, the kid doesn't know any better. I'm sure his parents have told him, virginity is so cool. Maybe at church, which I'm assuming it's a church. Shirt. The church people told him, hey, virginity is so cool. Because it's weird. It's weird to me. It's weird, gross, odd. That religious churches will tell the kids that like virginity rocks, right? But then, like, the pastor or the priest or the whoever is molesting kids. Or, you know, raping kids. It's it's weird. Like, Jesus says don't have sex, but mm, come have sex with me because uh, it's okay. It's fucking wild. Insane. Or like a youth pastor is like, hey guys, keep your virginity because Jesus loves you all. Mm, now come do stuff to my penis even though you're a child. Disgusting. So he has this shirt. Virginity rocks. And I look over and I start laughing. Because again, I think to myself, well the kid clearly doesn't know what I don't I don't think he understands what that means. 
because when people say virginity rocks, it doesn't. If you have virginity versus having sex, having sex wins every single time. Every single time. Are you fucking crazy? Sex is dope. Whether it's, you know, actually putting it in or getting a hand jibber or getting a, you know, blowjob. Rubbing your privates on the on the person you're with and then, you know, ugh, coming. Like, coming is better than virginity. Duh. We all know who have had sex that that beats virginity. Like, virginity is scissors and sex is rock. Rock is always going to beat scissors. Or if virginity is rock, Sex is always paper. Paper's always going to win. You know what I mean? So I understand. Mostly, I think. That this kid doesn't understand. What he's wearing. And I just thought to myself like, oh man, when he gets older, he's probably going to look back and be like, I wore that stupid fucking shirt. Oh. I hope he keeps it. And then like 10 years later. After he's just gone through all kinds of puss. He looks back and goes, oh, that was stupid. But then he still has this shirt and then he wears it. When he's older as like, a, oh, yeah, remember this shirt? Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's stupid, but like the message is dumb, but I like it. Yeah. So. Just so you guys know, virginity does not supersede coming. Coming. It should, the shirt should say, coming rules. Or coming rocks. Because it does. It, it really does. Um, oh yeah, for all the freedoms, this is something that I noticed also. For all the freedoms in Texas, there's a lot of sidewalks that don't allow you or a lot of streets that you can only cross on one side. And I say this because at the layover in San Antonio from our hotel to get to the other side of the road to where the, where the HEB is, you have to be on the left side. If you're on the right side, there's no crosswalk. It's only on the left side. So I told Allie, I said, for all the freedoms that Texas, Texas is supposed to be like the land of freedom. It's supposed to be America. You know, you hear about all these stupid fucking laws that they're passing down there. And you're like, wait, what? I thought that this, what? thought this was the the land of the free like that's what texas is supposed to be you guys are the land of banning shit because some magician guy or some pretend guy that you guys fucking believe in says in a book that people have interpreted the book says that you can't gay people can't have sex are you fucking dumb? who cares let the gays have all the sex but again, like I say, for all the, f 
for how free Texas should be. This is the shit that people should be rising up against. Why is it that I can only cross on the street on one side of the street? That makes no fucking sense. If I can cross on this side, why can't I cross on this side? Hello? I should be able to cross on either side of the street. But no. If you're on the right side, you have to cross this way and then cross the street over here. Because making a crosswalk over here, that would just make sense. That's why when I see shit where people are like, hmm, freedom, and mm, again, it goes back to the anti-masker shit. It's like, hmm, I'm not going to wear a mask. Like, fight for shit that actually matters. Like, no. In every American city, wherever, you should be able to cross the street at every intersection because that's America. Like, let's actually do stuff that fucking matters. If I'm trying to get to HEB, let me pick whatever side I fucking want to go on. Don't force me to just cross on one side. Fucking, is this Taliban rule? Is that an ISIS rule? Does ISIS run Texas? I don't know. I don't know. I really can't say that. I can't, I can't for sure say that they do. And I can't for sure say that they don't. Because I know ISIS and the Taliban, they're very strict. They have stupid fucking rules. And it seems like a lot of these elected official officials with an R next to their name, maybe it should say Taliban or ISIS next to it because they have a lot of fucking dumb rules these days. Yeah. Okay, last thing I want to talk about real quick. Splash Mountain has officially closed and they're changing it to a different ride. I think they're changing it to Princess and the Frog. I think. I can't remember. Um, as somebody who grew up going to Disneyland a lot. For somebody who worked at Disneyland. For what? Three years? For somebody who went on Splash Mountain a whole hell of a lot. The reason why Disney is changing the ride is because it has a lot of racist undertones. And I never realized that until I got older. And it wasn't like, oh, I realized that when, like a year ago, two years ago, when people were talking about it. I realized that when I was like 15 or 16. I was like, God damn, this ride is fucking... Did you notice the... Did you notice the... And did you know it was based off of I've known that for a long time. And I've always just thought it was weird that they just kind of like, eh, whatever. Did I get on the ride? Fuck yeah. Did I enjoy the ride? Yes. But now that it's closed, like there's a lot of people up in arms like, oh, this is stupid. and It's a ride. Rides evolve. I'm not... I don't know. They can change it to whatever. The only thing I care about is that whatever ride they change it to better be good. That's it. That's all I care about. 
So when I heard people were getting like pissed off that Disney's changing the ride, again, you're stupid. Relax. Let them change whatever they want because they can and they will. And then decide for yourself after. If the ride sucks dick and fucking pussy, don't get on it. And then now at least you, oh man, I remember when it was a different ride and I enjoyed that one. This one sucks now. It's not that big of a deal. And with that, I will leave you guys and I will see you next week. Again, I'm still trying to figure out where I'm going to be shooting the show now that we moved into the new place. Um, but hopefully from here on, here on in, it will be uh, smooth. So remember, um, rate, like, subscribe, and share the podcast with everybody you know. Let them know to listen to The Jesus Show, not that one. And I'll see you next week.